1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. More dynamite. Good evening and welcome to the Andrea K Show. It is Thursday, Friday Eve, as I like to say. We are coming at y'all from the typically beautiful San Diego studios of AM eleven seventy here, but we kind of, we got a little bit of our own. Southwester going on. Everybody's talking about some nor'easter happening in the in the northeast. We're we're kind of dreary, cloudy, and bucking up about sixty one degrees. Um, but anytime I get to be here behind the microphone and share this time with you all, I'm just absolutely thrilled. And speaking of thrilled, y'all know out there that I'm the daughter of two Marines, born at Lejeune. I am incredibly thrilled tonight to have a hero actually in the studio with me. He's not even just calling in. He's actually in the studio with me. Have you, If you've ever wondered what it's really like to be out on the battlefield and be a part of the Band of Brothers, you're going to want to stay tuned and hear his interview coming up. And he's written an amazing book called Echo in Ramadi. Stay tuned for that. I know you Andrea Keisha listeners out there love the military as much as I do. And you're definitely going to want to hear what it was like. Extraordinary story and extraordinary book. Um, speaking of extraordinary you all out there on Facebook and Twitter certainly are. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. And as always, sharing this time with me is DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. <laughs> what, no special, no special uh, audio recording tonight, my friend? Well, you gotta, every once in a while, I hit the uh, best of, you know. Oh, the best. <laughs> that's on the uh, top 10 uh, DJ Carrot Sticks sound bites. Yeah, uh, the best of DJ Carrot Sticks. Um, unfortunately, I've got to start the show tonight with a little bit of bad news. Um, eyes are on Florida and what's happened. There was a tragedy today involving, uh, I guess it was Florida University in which a walking bridge, I guess, I don't know. Reports are that they were going to do some kind of stress test for this that went terribly wrong at the worst possible moment in which people were sitting at a red light beneath the bridge. Uh, reported reports are that there are four dead and um, not really sure how many other injured in, in the hospital. If there's continued reports coming out about this, we'll certainly, DJ Carrot Sticks will keep his eyes on what's happening in that and we will report that to you. Just, I was in back-to-back meetings today and I came out and saw that. It's like, you know, it just seems like every day, it just seems like we continue to have some kind of breaking bad news, and it's difficult for me. I would love to be able to start the show and to say, hey, here's some great news. Um, you know, um, here would be a little piece of great news. Hey, guess what? We finally got that border wall built. That, well, that would be some great news, right? Because guess, guess what's a little bit of uh, San Diego is back in the news today, and guess why? Uh, speaking of illegal immigration, um, we've got a suspected uh, murderer um, who was deported who was evidently uh, an illegal, Castellanos Martinez, who murdered a young man outside the 24-hour fitness somewhere in San Diego, and he is now on the run. Uh, check out Crime Stoppers. Check out, uh, there's pictures of him online. And if you have seen this gentleman, please do call and uh, report the whereabouts. We've got to start taking our streets back and, and take back our, our, our state. So, uh 
San Diego is also in the news. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this later. You know, I've been I've been covering a story involving I, I continue to do reports that have to do with the school districts and how they've taken over our schools and, and indoctrinating, indoctrinating our youths. Stay tuned because I've got an update on what on the story that I've been bringing to you guys about the San Diego Unified School District and how they've been indoctrinating our youth and working with uh, the Council for American Islamic Relations to indoctrinate our youth. I've got an update on that story coming up for you later as well. Um, what I'm not going to talk about tonight is I'm not going to talk about what's at the top of Drudge Report right now. I'm not interested in Don Jr.'s marriage and what went wrong there, and I'm not I'm not going to cover that at all tonight. Um, I will offer prayers, um, just like we're offering prayers tonight for the families and the victims of those in Florida. I offer prayers tonight for Don Jr. and his family, as well as prayers for the family of the young man who was murdered at the hands of an illegal here in San Diego. Uh, White House shakeups. That's a story that's that's happening, continue to happen. And, you know, one of which uh, um, we had, uh, let's say, Hope Hicks is out. Then we had, um, we've got Rex Tillerson out. There's talk now that we that Kelly might be out as well as Shulkin over at the VA might be replaced. What I think President Trump should do, and I've talked about this on the show, I think this is exactly what happens in corporate America. You t- and I talked about that last night or the night before. What happens is you do, you try to do your best to match who you think has the right levels of skills and expertise and background with the job at hand. And then you evaluate it. It's been a year on the job. It's time. You know, this isn't a government mentality anymore where you get to, to keep your job regardless of performance or success. What I think President Trump needs to do now is I think what he needs to do is just clean house. No more leaks about or rumors about who might be replaced. If he thinks he's going to replace uh, Shulkin at the VA, I think he needs to go ahead and do it. Some of the rumors about that, by the way, rumors, is that it, that the, someone that he initially really wanted, Pete Hegseth from Fox News, uh, former Army, and um, and I think his company was or his nonprofit was um, Concerned Military Veterans. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he was rumored initially to take over the VA at the time. And what ended up happening was some veterans groups decided – that he was a little too um, he was a little too private sector focused. That they felt like he might his desire to actually move and offer some of the veterans the opportunity to go to private health care. They thought that was a bad idea. In fact, they said that. And, and now the rumors of him possibly taking over the VA, the rumor is, oh my gosh, you know, he might he might defund a little bit of the VA. This would be, I think, the quote that they used was. He would be a radical departure from what the VA has been for generations. Well, isn't that what we need? Don't we need a radical departure in some of these departments in terms of the crappy service that they've been providing? I, you know, I know firsthand experience in what it's like to go to, you know, some of these, some of these medical facilities and some of the, the care that you get. But most importantly, our veterans deserve better than what they've gotten. And I was disappointed at the time that Shulkin was was picked to be the head of the VA because he he was part of the swamp. We got to get rid of the swamp. And he's and he's and and he's such a swamp dweller that you know there've been accusations of him in terms of of um, spending money on family and trips and different stuff. Get rid of all of these swamp dwellers. Get rid of all of them. 
In fact, coming up in the show, we've got Sidney Powell's going to be back with me because there are rumors that uh, McCabe is, that Jeff Sessions is, and I talked about this last night as well, that he's mulling over whether or not he's going to fire McCabe. Sidney Powell's going to be here. You know, she literally wrote the book on corruption in the Department of Justice called License to Lie. And she's going to be specific about whether or not, because I, I actually saw an interview with Lindsey Graham today where Lindsey Graham was asked about McCabe. And Lindsey Graham said that it has yet to be revealed the crime that he committed. But Lindsey Graham said, you know, I do think that if he committed a crime, that that could be a fireable offense. No, actually, for the rest of America, if we commit a crime, we go to jail. We don't have anybody mulling over whether or not we get to keep our pension. No, we're faced with charges. So Sidney Powell is going to be here to talk about that. As well as talk about what's the latest with Mueller? Because now we find out that there's more subpoenas coming. Didn't the House intel, didn't they close the case and say there's absolutely no no evidence, any kind of any corruption, coordination, or conspiracy with the Trump campaign and anybody in Russia? None. Doesn't exist whatsoever. But now supposedly there is an even greater bombshell involving Andrew McCabe than we originally even saw in the Nunes memo? We know that the Hillary that the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC paid basically to spy on Americans through a, a warrant that should have never been issued that involved a defamation file that was paid for by the Democrat presidential candidate so that she could spy on the on the opposition party campaign. We also know that Hillary Clinton so supposedly what these subpoenas is about and Sidney Powell is going to address this but it's supposedly about investigating these subpoenas involve trying to uncover whether or not there was any foreign um, any foreign uh, money involved in the Trump's campaign. Well, who took $25 million from Saudi Arabia? We know the Clinton Foundation, what she did with Russia, in terms of, of not just lining her pockets, but the Clinton Foundation, as well as Bubba and speaking fees. How many, how many countries around the world donated to her through the Clinton Foundation? She was clearly running a pay-for-play scheme. Jay Sekulow, I think it was Jay Sekulow and Tom Fitton, Judicial Watch got found 400 emails that showed a pay-for-play scheme. Where is that investigation? Jeff Sessions, where are you? So Sidney Powell is going to be here to answer a little bit about that. And, and um, by the way, I, I am going to, um, after Sidney Powell, then we've got uh, Major Husing is going to be here to talk about Echo and Ramadi. But then later on in the show, I'm going to have some time to take some calls. So uh, whatever is on your mind, whatever you guys want to talk about, let me know. Um, one of the questions is I didn't hear back from you guys. I talked about on the show um, uh, a couple nights ago, and I didn't hear a whole lot of responses. What can you – there's an attack on men in our country right now. And somebody said to me in a lunch, it was yesterday, she said, why am I not seeing enough men pushing back on this in this country? So the number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Uh, also, you know, call if you've got a question for Major Husing, who's going to be here a little bit later in the show, as well as Sidney Powell. Stay tuned. We've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. 
Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA loan benefits. It really bothers me when I see active military and veterans, especially older veterans, overpaying for their VA loan. I spoke to a couple of retired Navy pilots. They were both in their 80s. They paid over $16,000 for a rate that shouldn't have cost them any points. Another veteran is paying four and a quarter percent for a loan I could have got him for 3.75%. That half percent could cost him over $100,000 over the life of the loan. That is not okay. That is not how we should treat our veterans. If you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before the rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well, I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did. Now you can try Transcend and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights with a money-back guarantee. So call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-2344. Again, that's 1-800-915-2344. 1-800-915-2344. AM 1170. The Answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Rolling along here. Um, so, top of drudge today. Mueller's going to be issuing some subpoenas. And on, on what and on who? Well, I don't know, but I know that my next guest does because it's Sidney Powell. She's got the answers uh, for that as well as uh, what's actually going on with Andrew McCabe and whether or not he should be fired and what he's whether or not what he's done is is fireable, certainly should be or would be if we did it. Hey, Sydney Powell, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea, thank you very much. All right, so uh, big headline today that Mueller is issuing subpoenas. 
And when I read what it was about, there didn't seem to be a whole lot of there there. There was some vague stuff about investigating whether or not uh, any money, uh, it, what the impact was of any foreign money into Trump in affecting the the his campaign. And, of course, my initial thought was about Hillary Clinton and all the money that she's taken for different governments uh, <laughs> while she was Secretary of State and for the Clinton Foundation. What do you know of what happened? Well, I'm not sure this is really news. I think the timing of this disclosure is interesting. But, I mean, we've known for a long time that Mueller wanted all of Trump's business information that he could possibly get his hands on. So I'm I'm not sure this is any different than than that. I think the timing is very interesting because, of course, we have the Republicans coming out with their the Intel Committee report that there's no Russian collusion between the Trump campaign and the, and the Russians. And, you know, it looks like things are kind of winding up in that direction. So then all this stuff comes out. It's just very interesting timing. So he's basically trying to keep keep the story alive. He's got he's he's got no flame left. He's just got a little a little puff of smoke and basically he's trying to fan it to keep the story going. No, he's definitely trying to keep it alive. He wants to keep it alive as long as he can. And if there are new subpoenas being issued then that would be another part of him doing that. I mean, I've said from the get-go he would try to keep it alive for as long as Trump is in the White House. So we have a special prosecutor, the same guy who handed the uranium sample to Russia on behalf of Hillary Clinton when she was Secretary of State and involved in selling off 20% of our uranium. That same guy, everybody that everybody who, who seems to be paying attention all realizes that this guy is on a witch hunt. There's no there there. There was never any probable cause to begin with. It involved a phony uh, it, there were lies given to a FISA court, and that guy's continuing in the gig? Oh, yeah. Why? Yes, apparently. I, I, it's beyond my comprehension. I would have fired him a long time ago, were it up to me. And I think he's going to be even more implicated in the IG report. The inspector general for DOJ, who's putting his report together, has been working on it for over a year. He's the one who found the stroke page text messages to begin with. Yeah. So however, yeah. So be a lot of information coming out more more quickly than previously. But yeah, I mean, apparently the FBI Office of Professional Responsibility or DOJ, I'm not sure which, has decided that McCabe should be fired. That's an extraordinary thing in itself because they've been so long circling the wagons to protect everybody. It's unfathomable. Well, I mean, that's progress, but somebody needs to act on it and they need to act on it now or the rule of law is just going to take another huge hit. And the FBI and the DOJ will have even less credibility than they have already. And it's already down to, you know, zero or below, including sessions, because, you yeah. know, I, you know, it's it's it astounding to me that it isn't even in question, because now we don't know. I saw interviews with um, Lindsey Graham and I can't remember the other congressmen that were interviewed uh, by Brett Baer earlier today. And there are supposedly additional bad acts on the part of McCabe that have not been revealed yet. But, well, I'm sure that's true. Yes. And uh, Lindsey Graham says that although he he kind of wiggled around a little bit, but basically he said that it was it was a crime. So then he was asked, well, you know, should he be fired? Well, Lindsey Graham was like, well, certainly if somebody commits a crime, they should be fired from the government. I'm thinking in the private sector, we, we yeah, would go to jail. They're, well, but look what they've done to General Flynn. 
Yeah. So according to Mr. Comey, the FBI agents didn't think he was lying to them, but that didn't stop Mueller from charging him criminally with making a false statement. Yeah. And here McCabe's, McCabe's making them all over the place. Yeah, it, including it, it, to federal investigators, which falls under the exact same statute as General Flynn. And nobody's talking about prosecuting McCabe. I mean, that is I can't use the word for what that is. Yeah, it's it, it is. Ab- you're right. There's not even a word for it. And and it's so frustrating because well, there is, but we can't use it on yeah. air. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, because you know what, Michael Flynn, not only Flynn is having to sell his home right now because he can't afford the legal bills. And the FBI even said that they didn't think he was lying, but yet his life has been destroyed. And not only is McCabe not looking at prosecution, he is petitioning right now to be able to keep his pension and basically Lois Lerner the situation and go retire somewhere on an island. How do I get that gig? Sydney, you... you... Oh, well, on top of that, McCabe's wealthy anyway. His wife is very wealthy. I think the house, he lives in a house that's like $3.5 million or something. I mean, McCabe's not going to be hurting even without his pension. Well, you know, I, I, I don't think that, um, Sessions has any choice but to fire him. I think the fact that Sessions is, um, uh, gnawboning over this the way he is, it, it tells me it's just one more reason why. I don't understand why everybody today, I started the show by talking about the shakeups and about some of the things that, that some of the, the people from, uh, even Ben Carson supposedly, it might be a little bit on shaky grounds, could be that $31,000 dining room table that he was buying. Shulkin should have never been appointed in, in, in the first place, in my opinion, as the head of the VA. McMaster looks like he could be on his way out. I think he needs to clean house, and I don't understand and why that cannot include sessions dude recused himself anyway what's he doing yeah well he has done some good things but well, I think such as make me feel better McCabe, tell me tell well, me what do you think he's done MS-13, well 13 i mean he's done a good job of trying to clean up the gangs and get the ms-13 people out and he's reinforced our immigration laws and you know supporting those and prosecuting him again and not that there isn't a lot more that could be done but at least he, he's turned that corner i like you i'm beyond frustrated with the whole russia probe and the fact that he recused himself to begin with as much as i think of attorney general sessions and i do think a lot of him personally if i had had to recuse from the most important crisis facing the country upon being appointed attorney general i would have resigned yeah I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's a carpenter without a hammer because this is, this is a silent coup taking place and he basically paved the way for that to continue. And it it just keeps getting worse. I mean, the very fact that they're trying to get the business records of the Trump organization is beyond the pale. Yeah. I've called them creeps on a mission more than once. That's (laughs) definitely what we're looking at. We've got mission creep in a big way and we've got creeps on a mission to destroy the president. When are you going to come out with them T-shirts? They're coming out pretty soon. Are they? You got to get me one. I want to be I want to be the first one to be wearing a creeps on a mission T-shirt. All right. All right. I'll get you one. (laughs) All right. Um, Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Any other thoughts on this? I think if if Sessions doesn't fire McCabe by tomorrow, Sessions may be signing his own letter of resignation by not doing it.
Well, and you know what? He may be ready to go because I, I don't think that he really ever had the heart to really do what he needed to purge the swamp. I think, you know, to me, I'll say it again. I, I mean, I, when he sat there in the nomination hearings and just acted all hurt that anybody would suggest he was a racist. And it, it, it was like he was too emotionally attached. And this is what we need right now is people that are unemotional. We need objective, hard-hitting people that are willing to, to take down anybody and everybody at any time. Because that's that's really what the people of America need. These are our tax dollars. I don't I don't know what McCabe's pension is worth, but it's a heck of a lot more money than the average American is going to get to retire on. And and that he, you know what I mean. And the main point is, he just simply should not be allowed to withdraw it. The man has engaged in criminal conduct. Just the signing of the FISA warrant, and on top of that, we've got Rod Rosenstein and DOJ supposedly deciding on whether McCabe gets to keep that money. And Rosenstein signed the FISA warrant applications with him, all based on the Stony Steel dossier. Let me ask you this: um, it, There are. To me, anybody who was in any way involved in any of this should have already been, if if not fired, should have been at least suspended and removed because you can't investigate. They're they're basically the, the same people committing the crimes are investigating themselves. Isn't there exactly. enough people at the DOJ? Don't they have enough? How many people they got working there? Don't they have enough to where they could have gotten rid of all these people and then put some uh, uh, upgraded some of the lower people if they want to tell us that the rank and file, are, are, you know, that this is just the leadership? Then why didn't they just get rid of the leadership or at least suspend them? Well, it's not, yeah, it's not just the leadership. I mean, I think the leadership was obviously highly politicized and were, had their fingerprints all over the cover up for Hillary Clinton and then the going after President Trump. But it's not just the leadership. That swamp is, is deep and wide. Yeah, in fact, last night, uh, I think uh, I think David Korn and Michael Isakoff has a book coming out in which they, they reveal that President Obama was the first one to, to go through Perkins Coy and hire Fusion GPS back in 2012 to dig up dirt on Mitt Romney, and they hid it in the form of legal bills that, you know, during his oh, campaign. Also contributed, he also contributed uh, like $900,000 from his PAC around the same time as the Steele dossier stuff was being done by through Perkins Coy. Yeah, so you know, um the this is the the deep state is deep. The corruption is deep. And you know, it, and if and if Trump has to get and if Sessions is just going to just be more of the head of the snake then he needs to get rid of him. I I don't know. I mean, uh, we're into an election year. Midterms are coming up, and the American people are going to be making a decision when they go to the polls as to whether or not campaign promises have been fulfilled by President Trump, as because he will be on the ballot even though he's not technically, as well as uh, the GOP. Because drain the swamp and lock her up were not meaningless. That meant something to the American people. He campaigned to be the rule of law candidate. The Republican Party supposedly was on board with this. And so far what we're seeing is the swamp is not just Congress. It's 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 really um, the nasty dudes at the FBI and the DOJ doing the dirty work. There's been an awful lot of that. And you're right. The swamp is in dire need of draining. And uh, I think it's time for the fur to start flying. All right. Well, Sidney Powell, the book is Licensed to Lie. Thank you so much for being here. Follow me on Twitter at Sydney Powell, the number one, and thanks for having me. All right. All right. Now stay tuned because coming up next, um, we have a real-life hero in the midst. Ever wonder? Y'all know how much I love my military movies, my war movies. Um, You know I'm the daughter of two Marines. 
but so many times we romanticize what it's like to be in battle and actually be in war and to wage war and to have to take on the enemy and to have to lead troops into battle, order them to murder, order them to kill the enemy, and then actually, you know, put their lives in their brother's hands. Joining me next is in studio is Major Husing. The book is Echo and Ramadi. Stay tuned. He will be here after the break. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Everett's Duns is the home of the world's finest bedding and bath products. Purchase any Savvy Rest mattress this month and get two KPOC pillows, a cotton mattress pad, and a set of organic cotton sheets, an $800 value free. There's also an in-store exclusive on the Eves DeLorme Following the River Spring Summer Collection. Save 10% off one item, 20% off two items, and 30% off three items. Only at Everett's Duns on Girard, where one visit to La Jolla is worth thousands of luxurious nights. Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. Visit them online at BridalwoodInsurance.com. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted Best Insurance Company by the readers of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit BridalwoodInsurance.com today. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com. Did you know that SDGE increased their rates in 2017 by 10.6% and again looking to increase rates this year by more than 10%? That means if your bill was $200 back in December of 2016, it's now gone up to about $240 a month today. That's a $480 annual increase. Trends also show that these rates will continue to rise. So if you want to reduce your personal finances or lower your business operating costs, you need to call Integrity Solar. They will guarantee to save you a minimum of 20% or more on your current SDGE bill. They're a licensed contractor and solar energy company based in Escondido who designs, builds, services, and monitors all our energy systems for 25 years. To get an instant cost-saving assessment without needing to speak with a consultant, visit integrity-solar.com or call 888-989-3653. That's integrity-solar.com or call for a free quote now at 888-989-3653. 888-989-3653. Contract license number 101-1442. 
Recently, we talked on the phone with AM 1170 The Answer family member Sunshine. She took advantage of The Answer's half-price tuition for her preschool son. Sunshine? He's really excited. He went to preschool at this Christian um, school, and he loved it. I want to bring my kids to heaven with me. If I can give them a great education, as well as an education in the Bible, and giving them a Christ point of view of life, then what better investment can I give that? Ah, Sunshine, that is very special. And you know, you could be saying something similar because AM 1170 The Answer is giving you an opportunity to invest in your child or grandchild's education just like Sunshine did. From preschool through high school, get a high-quality private education for half off the regular tuition fee. Go to am1170theanswer.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Then give us a call at 844-800-5757 and lock in your child's place next fall. 844-800-5757. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. I'm just so giddy right now. I am so happy because I have joining me in the studio, Major Scott Husing, best-selling author of the book Echo in Ramadi. Welcome to The Andrea K Show. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Um... I'm I'm always kind of embarrassed that I'm giddy because we're here to talk about something that's difficult and it's like being in war. But, you know, um, I, I just, I'm the daughter of two Marines. My heart is still in the military and my heart is with Marines. And I just, you know, it, you truly are the heroes of our nation. We're an all voluntary force, which is absolutely amazing to think that there are men like yourselves that volunteer to do what you guys do. And then at a time where it doesn't, it, 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 war is tough enough, but when it's in a situation, an environment like we've never seen before over there, it's, it's, it's not the same type of combat. So, um, but the book isn't just about combat and tactical maneuvers and stuff. It's really about the band of brothers, right? It is, it is. And you, you know, that's, that's important. You know, you could, you could spend a whole segment talking about the, the, the sad aspects and the, the, the tragedies of war. And there are plenty of them, trust me. But the book too is, it, it, it is not just another war story. That's what makes this book so different than anything else that's been written because it's not just about the fighting and the friction and everything that the Marines endured as they fought in the deadliest city of Iraq in Ramadi in 2006 during the surge, but it's about the families that supported us while we fought. And, that still support us this day, Andrea, our amazing gold star families that are just uh, extraordinary people. There's no other way I can describe them. Mm-hmm. And that support, that power of human connection is really what has allowed us to, you know, fight and win in, on the battlefield. And it's allowed us to stay connected through this network of Marines and mm-hmm. family and people that are sons and daughters of Marines. Yeah. It's an amazing network. And yeah. that's been the story that I've I've told in Echo and Ramadi, and I think that that's one that all Americans need to understand is that it's about leadership and team building and survival and the power of human connection that really enables our nation's finest to do what they do, which is less than one half of one percent of the entire American population that raise their hand and take an oath to serve. And my Marines did that along with millions of others, and they did it with such courage and you know, it, it just makes me so proud each and yeah. every time I talk about it um, yeah. to this day, you know, 11 years later. Well, you did what, 10 deployments over there? O- over the course of over my career, course. I did 10 deployments. Okay. Um, I did several to Iraq and Afghanistan and Horn of Africa, 
uh, Okinawa, uh, Europe, uh, Mediterranean uh, with an anti-terrorism unit. So mm-hmm. over the yeah, over the course of 24 years, I, I always make that known because I wasn't in Iraq 10 times. I mean, that's yeah. just the course of my career. Okay. Um, that's so still a lot. That's, it that's, is. That's a it lot is. of time overseas, and, uh, a lot of time away from your family and and. Um, in Iraq, you know, right now with people are looking back and it's easy with hindsight to second guess and to knob on over whether or not we should have gone to Iraq in the first place. Um, do you think, um, I don't know what your thoughts are about what we're doing over there and what we did and whether or not we went. Um, do you think that it's possible to support um, the the military without supporting the mission? No. Uh, I mean, you either support your military or you don't. It's not some bumper sticker you throw in a car, support the troops. You, you got to put some skin in the game. And and I think people need to understand that. That's a vital message is that, you know, my story happened 11 years ago as we fought for the second time in Ramadi. And, uh, you know, we fought in 04. Mm-hmm. Um, the battalion was there. And then when I went with the battalion in 06 during the second battle, Ramadi, we had to retake the city because we gave it back. And we won. We won that battle. And I tell all veterans and all soldiers that fought, is you won. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we handed it back over to a country that wasn't ready diplomatically, mm-hmm. politically, uh, they had no infrastructure, they didn't have security in place, and we really punted that through the grandstands of life. Yeah. So I don't ever look back, and, I, and none of us sit around and lament about, you know, woe is me, you know, all the blood and, and the guys we lost were for naught, because it wasn't. Be, what we did made a difference, and we yes. weren't fighting politics. Right. We weren't fighting strategies or policy. We were fighting the enemy. Our mission, Andrea, was to kill or capture anti-Iraqi forces. And that's what my Marines did day in and day out fighting five, six times a day in direct contact with enemy forces. And they did it every day with absolute lethality, but also with honor. And that's what separates us from the bad guys. Yes. And that's, yeah, that's to this, even though the military has been depleted in many ways and, you know, over the years, I mean, we, we need to we need to continue to build back up our force. But even even with the least amount of resources, we our military is still the best of the best around the world. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just an incredible and and it comes from the heart and the minds and the souls of those. And that includes young people like right now it, in America with after Parkland and the shooting and the, uh, this whole push for gun control, everybody's talking about, and there's legislation to try to raise the, raise the age to, to here in America to buy a gun from 18 to 21. And, and everybody's like, well, the military is, is serving at those ages. You commanded so many 18 and 19 and 20 year olds. What, what are they like? What's that mentality of that age? They, I mean, they're just as yeah. battle hardened. They're just as tough on the battlefield as anybody else. Are they not? Well, they, they come from amazing families across America that provide us with this unique segment of people willing to sacrifice. And when I wrote Echo and Ramadi, I went through and I reread all the characters and one thing really stuck out and it took a little time and age and wisdom as I was tasking these guys to do such, you know, what I call superhuman acts in the face of great danger and, mm-hmm. and extreme uncertainty. And I was very fortunate to have about 50 guys from the first battle of Ramadi on the battlefield with me. And these seasoned salty sergeants, all of 22 years old, now leading. Wait, you said seasoned and salty at 22. salty. Yeah, extremely (laughs) battle-hardened. But they had. They had seen more combat, death, and the worst aspects of humanity at age 21 and 22 than most people ever will. And they were leading the new guys, these 18-year-old Marines, these 19-year-olds. And it was because of their leadership and that of my lieutenants and the staff and COs, these seasoned non-commissioned officers and uh, across the board that's 
what enabled us to really leverage our skill and training over months and, and years sometimes to be so successful on the battlefield. Wow. They're young guys. Yeah, they're young yeah. guys. I, I never realized that either. You know, I was tasking them to do all these things, and I was looking at it through a completely different lens because I didn't see the 22-year-old, uh, you know, K. I saw Sergeant K. That's right. who I saw. And it right. never, it didn't, it didn't dawn on me until I wrote Echo and Ramadi and I went back there. I was like, God, how young they were. And I was a 35 yeah. year old captain right. with a lot of life experience and a, you know, a couple of combat deployments and other deployments under my belt. So I look back in retrospect and think again, how extremely proud I am of all of my guys. Just amazing. Yeah. Um, what's it like to transition from that? So you go through something that extraordinary. Uh, you, um, the, I think that's the first time we've waged war in that kind of an urban area. I mean, so you saw a lot of, a lot of bad stuff, and then it, you know, how do you, how well, do you transition to that? Ur- we fought in urban areas throughout war, and it, you know, it's not cliche to say that war is timeless. It, it's not. I mean, there's those types of environments we can look back to to Berlin in World War II, we can look to Way City in Vietnam, we can look to Seoul in, in Korea, and, and we all have our urban fights, but solely in Iraq, we never fought on an open battlefield. We literally lived amongst the people and we, when we fought in the city of Ramadi and the Fallujahs and the Baghdads, where 90% of the, the, the people are kind, peace-loving Iraqis that want freedom, they want civility, and then you got 10% of insurgents um five percent probably hardcore fighters and then another five percent trying to make a name for themselves and at the end of the day they lost i mean we crushed Mm -hmm. them yeah and and many times into fine powder yeah um and that's (laughs) yeah absolutely that's what we did but we we fought in that environment and it is a unique environment where the front line is literally everywhere as you fight street to street house to house um, and they're hiding in mosques. They're hiding in people's yeah, homes, and they're a- hiding behind fans. I, I think that's the first time, at least, that I understand that it's been that kind of situation. It might have been a little bit of that in Vietnam. I don't know. but We had a different set of rules of yeah. engagement that were, at times, very permissive, meaning uh, they allowed us to do a lot. And in Ramadi in 06, it was, you know, I, I don't say this flippantly, um, that as an infantryman, it was, it was like the Super Bowl of being in the infantry because every yeah. day was game day, and we were winning. Yeah. And the the bad guys were everywhere and if if they were out on the street there would soon be a bad guy but we could also transition to a different part of that that province in al ambar and the rules of engagement would become more restrictive where and that's a that's a leadership challenge for that i learned and not just me but the other guys is it's easy to take a young marine or soldier and give them a rifle and a box of ammunition some training go from zero to 60 and kill the enemy but to transition to a different part of the country and go from 60 to zero, that was a really wow. tough challenge that yeah. I kind of highlight in Echo and Ramadi to let readers understand that, you know, it's, it's such a dynamic, it's such a fluid environment that these young Marines and soldiers are making life and death decisions. And sometimes in the absence of direct leadership, you know, I couldn't yeah. be everywhere in, at, at all times in charge of 250 plus Marines, soldiers mm-hmm. and sailors. Mm-hmm. So their leadership is really what won the day each and every day. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for writing this book and giving everybody an opportunity to have a window into what it's like, not just on the battlefield, but also to be a part of that band of brothers. Yeah, it's a great experience. And um, I, I always like this. I've recently been saying, don't let the cover of the book fool you because, you know, there's this, there's this, uh, you know, badass Marine on the cover. He looks like a door kicker. But um, 
I think that there's people like you and, and, and women and families in America that will pick up this book and they'll, they'll want to read it and they'll be fascinated by mm. the sacrifices of the yes. families. And I've had hardened Marines call me uh, after a long plane ride and say, Scott, hey, thanks for making me uh, cry on a plane mm. next to a total stranger. Because the book is that moving because it's about the people, the emotion, and the feeling. That's, that's what I've written about through the 75 interviews I did with my Marines and families and soldiers. And that's what comes through. And, that, and, that doesn't, and, and I don't think that's been documented much in, in terms of any books that I've read in the past or m- most of the movies. It's just about battlefield you know, stuff. I mean, yeah, I liked Hacksaw Ridge as much as anybody in Saving Private Ryan. But mm-hmm. you know, really, it, it, the people aspect of it and what it's like to be inside of this unique community. That's what people want to read about. Yeah. I, if you want facts and events, you pick up a newspaper. But this book is so different. That's that's what makes it different is it's about the people and it's about yeah. the emotion. And, and you're right. I, I don't think that there is anything else written about that that really highlights the immense sacrifice and loss of our Gold Star families because it was a vital message to me and a vital message to share about not only those we lost on the battlefield, but those that we continue to lose to post-traumatic stress and suicide. Mm-hmm. And to have those families share their story with me and allow me to write about it is uh, something that's been uh, you know, tough to do as an artist yeah. and a writer, but um, something I'm so proud and, and honored to be able to share their story in Echo and Ramadi. It's, a, yeah. it, it's really an eye-opener to those that don't, don't know about it. Well, I'm hoping there might be a movie coming out at some point. There may, there may be. Okay. There may be, absolutely. Uh, I'm many, hoping so. Many, Sorry to many, put you on the spot no, with that. But. Ma- many fans that have a grand cinematic vision uh, yeah. about Echo and Ramadi. And, you know, the characters in the story are colorful <laughs> and uh, <laughs> heartwarming. And the the events are, are really exciting at times. And, uh, you know, the, the characters are about individuals. But they're really emblematic of what everybody fought for and, and did in Iraq and Afghanistan. And I think that that comes through uh, that the fact that it's so emblematic of what everybody did is absolutely something that would make it a, a phenomenal movie if yeah. if if the right person can get it right I, yeah. I think that that's an important thing so uh when clint eastwood calls me tomorrow i'll say yes right on the spot you know what? So, or tom you know he can't they, they get they get nothing wrong uh, those guys do a great job well thank you so much for doing a great job on the book the book is echoing ramadi Best-selling author, Major Scott Husing. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Hey, Thank you for your service. My pleasure. I, I'd love to come back on the show anytime you have We're going to have you back. All right. I'm looking forward to I'm it. I'm not shy. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have you yeah. back. All right. Now, stay tuned. Uh, DJ Carrot Sticks, is the, I'm way past a break here, so I got to get going. But, hey, stay tuned because we got more of the Andrew K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net
Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. This is Albert Mobler for townhall.com. Last week, the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals handed down a unanimous ruling that Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 covers transgender persons even though they do not appear in the legislation. The opinion was written by Circuit Judge Karen Nelson Moore, who writes, and I quote, The funeral home fired the employee because she refused to abide by her employer's stereotypical conception of her sex, end quote. That ruling means that there is now no determinate meaning to sex or gender in the United States of America. This is a direct threat to religious liberty because the Sixth Circuit said that the Religious Freedom Restoration Act has no bearing on this employment question whatsoever. The moral revolution has but one great barrier to its complete victory. That barrier is religious conviction. Watch closely. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. The Crossroads of the West Gun Show is back this weekend at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. We're finding everything we're looking for, so we're impressed. Awesome selection. Awesome, yeah, just a lot more than I expected to see. It's America's premier gun show with great deals on guns, ammo, scopes, accessories, and more. Some at wholesale prices, plus jewelry, gift ideas, and door prizes. We'll scour through, find the best bar, and come back and buy it. Crossroads of the West Gun Show this weekend at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Fairgrounds. All sales are conducted in compliance with applicable law. You can buy, sell, and trade at the Crossroads Gun Shows. Did you know that SDGE increased their rates in 2017 by 10.6% and again looking to increase rates this year by more than 10%? That means if your bill was $200 back in December of 2016, it's now gone up to about $240 a month today. That's a $480 annual increase. Trends also show that these rates will continue to rise. So if you want to reduce your personal finances or lower your business operating costs, you need to call Integrity Solar. They will guarantee to save you a minimum of 20% or more on your 
current SDGE bill. They're a licensed contractor and solar energy company based in Escondido who designs, builds, services, and monitors all our energy systems for 25 years. To get an instant cost saving assessment without needing to speak with a consultant, visit integrity-solar.com or call 888-989-3653. That's integrity-solar.com or call for a free quote now at 888-989-3653. 888-989-3653. Contract license number 101-1442. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Joining me, still in studio with me, is best-selling author Major Scott Husing in his book Echo in Ramadi. Got to go. Got to read a couple of comments that are going on here on Facebook Live. I'm so glad that he's that y'all are digging him. Uh, Donna Renee Ivy says, "Thank you, sir. Great job. Uh, so proud to be a fellow American. You rock." Jim Brown says, "Cool dude. I will read his book." Um, Jim Brown also, um, he applauds your choice for director, Clint Eastwood. He says that would be a really good choice for a director of, of, um, your movie. Lots of flags. Um, oh, Donna says, wait, I seem to have something in my eye getting teared up here. So, um, God bless our brave men and women that serve. Uh, Anne says, thank you for your service. Somebody else says, Scott is the man. So lots of, lots of fans out here for you, uh, clearly. Um, uh, Speaking of non-heroes, I mean, how do I go from a hero like this to talk about that clown down in Parkland? The uh, SRO officer, you know, I'm not sure if you guys uh, saw the video that came out today. Um, There are a lot of questions and a lot of answers that the people and the families in Parkland deserve in terms of what went on. You know, yesterday we had all these walkouts, all these demands for gun control. You know, where are the demands that we have for actually to secure the buildings and demands for answers? We had three SWAT officers that were suspended, two because they actually rushed into the building. Meanwhile, we've got Sheriff Lefty Gun Grab and his band of cowards that are still got their job. And this SRO officer is on video refusing to go into the building. I saw the father of one of the daughter of, of one of the victims who was this man is on video three minutes into the shooting. His daughter was killed at four or five minutes in on the third floor. So had this guy gone in, there's a good chance that his daughter would be alive today. We need before anybody starts coming after me and taking away any of my guns that I use for self-defense. We we need to we need somebody needs to prove to me that our government and our first responders and the people that are supposed to be in charge of taking care of us are actually going to be doing their jobs. And if not, they need to be paying paying some kind of price here. I don't know. I don't know what the laws are in Florida. I, I I don't know what you know jurisdiction people have in terms of of if they can suspend these SWAT officers for going in. Tell me why that dude still has a job. Tell me why that sheriff still has a job. That's absolutely outrageous. Speaking of people needing to have a job, I've only got a couple minutes left. Um, I started uh, with uh, the show by talking about uh, Crime Stoppers, asking for any information if anybody has seen a man who's wanted for murder, an illegal immigrant that was uh, deported a couple times, who shot somebody in the Midway area outside the 24-hour fitness. Uh, please do go to San Diego Crime Stoppers, see if you recognize him, and if you've seen him, report that to authorities. I tell you who should be reported is up in uh, Sacramento, uh, the uh, state legislators, the uh, actually the state Senate Rules Committee has just uh, uh, put in place an, a, quote, undocumented resident uh, to an immigration rights activist, 33-year-old attorney, uh, Lizbeth um Mesco, I guess her name is, an immigration rights activist to serve on a committee that helps increase college access for, you know, uh, poor students. 
um, whatever her role is, there's no such thing as an undocumented. There's no such thing as an undocumented resident. You're not undocumented. Okay, undocumented is like a friend of mine who was down in um, uh, the Caribbean and lost his passport. That's undocumented. No, this is an illegal. Here we've got the people that are supposed to be in charge of enforcing the rule of law that are literally acting in defiance of the law. This is is supposedly an act of defiance against President Trump. What this is is an act of defiance against America, against American citizens, against the voters. We are taxpayers. This is absolutely outrageous that this is going on in California. You know, Matt Damon is in the news because he's supposedly going to move his family to Australia because he can't stand President Trump. Well, you know what? Maybe Matt Damon is moving to, moving, uh, to Australia to get away from, you know, the outcome of the policies that he's put in place here. You know, we've got, we've got a state where we've got tent cities everywhere, rampant homelessness and crime. You know, we've we've got people that can't afford to buy a home here. We got to we got to turn this state around. We got to we got to turn it around. Um, on tomorrow's show, last show of the week, we've got your last chance to win tickets. Let's end on a fun note. We got your last chance to win tickets to the Cirque du Soleil Crystal Show. So we're going to have a little name that tweet on tomorrow night's show. But let me tell y'all, the book is Echo and Ramadi. You must get this book and read it and tell everybody do let's show honor to our heroes and let me tell you it's an amazing story thank you all for being here thank you dj carrot sticks thank you major hussein andrea k show is sponsored by andrea k